0: Bridget Masinga on the Art of Everything.
1: It is The Art of Everything right here on SAFM. And we're getting into a conversation now around the world of fashion. Uh, our guest is standing by on the line, uh, Morena Stenkamp, who is the head of, uh, is it Stadio School of Fashion, Morena? I, am I pronouncing it correct? You are pronouncing it 100% correct. It is Stadio School of Fashion. Oh, fabulous. Um, before we get into um you know this uh, program uh let's perhaps uh, just get a little bit of a brief background or overview of uh, Stadio the School of Fashion the only uh, accredited um is is this correct uh, the only accredited the mm. Continue
0: uh, So it's the only un- um, internationally accredited fashion school in South Africa we've got the BAC, the British accreditation has got our offering,
1: yes, which we're very proud of. Oh, lovely. Very nice. Very fancy stuff.
0: <laughs> we are very, very proud.
1: <laughs> no, as one should be, as one should yes. be. Um, you. So, you know, we are having a conversation around the uh, broader fashion industry um, hmm. and in particular putting some, I guess, some value Um, to some of the stakeholder chain that is in this particular industry. South African, um, uh, the South African textile and fashion sector really contributes in excess of one billion rands to the GDP (laughs) of the country and yet has been suffering for the last, I mean, I'd venture to say for the last two decades, maybe even more, but you're in a better position uh, to, to, to give us an overview of the history of the business of fashion where it's coming from and where is it currently so yes yeah. so the the fashion industry in south africa obviously
0: you know being south africans we we used to assume that it is just the runway you mm. know that that free moment that is fashion in itself
2: but
0: mm. as time progressed you know um, i think even south africans started to appreciate that fashion is more than just the runway it's actually the business side of apparel i mean no matter where we go, you're always going to wear something. That's yeah. the the essence of it. And I think as time progresses, especially now, with us working with the DTI's um, 2030 master plan, that's focusing very much on the local fashion industry, saying, let's keep it local, let's support local designers. We've got so many stories to tell, so many wonderful outputs through design. You know, instead mm. of putting it into these, um, you know, these multinational Let's keep it local. Let's support the, the local designers. It is much more true to the heart. And you can see that in, in terms of how it's growing. I mean, we're working with Petcor and with Mr. Price Group, and they are already, you know, buying into the 2030 market plan, looking at how to employ graduates, how to bring that supply chain back, you know, locally so that we can, we can produce our own garments, you know, produce our own style. And also, you know what? on a very selfish note, I don't see why South Africa can't be a fashion destination. Mm. At the moment, it's It's a time to celebrate, you know, the African way of doing things, the African stories, the culture, the textiles, the mm. textures, you know. It's time that we just put our foot forward and I think the industry is showing tremendous growth and I think even more potential. You know, once once we start thinking about fashion as something that we can do to support the local economy and create jobs, mm.
2: But, mm. you know,
0: that's what it means. And every time you buy something, locally mm. you, are, you are creating jobs in in the future for, for our people but yeah. i think it's, it's part of our main priorities at the moment
1: i mean Mirena, i think you you know you you've uh, sort of hit a few uh, high points there for for us to 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 unpack and discuss a little bit mm-hmm. in depth and and you're completely right i feel like in its current formation the you know the, the the practitioners of fashion, primarily the designers, have really put such an incredible and beautiful spotlight on South African and African fashion at large. The stuff that's being produced, the stuff that's been designed, the stuff that's been exported, the kind of brands that we are now <laughs> producing. Um, you know, when you look at the old, the new, the David Lilies, the Enel <clears throat> Bortes, um, you know, you look at the new schoolers, the Tebemagugus, the Richamnesis, exactly. the list goes on and on of incredible people who are really just, who are cementing the South African and African voice, concretely on a global stage. So there's never been a better time uh, for for stakeholders like yourself, the DTI, and mm. the various people involved in the in the value chain, to sort of sit together and put to finality the the things and the steps that need to be implemented in a more practical manner that will really safeguard the South African apparel and textiles industry. Um, and I think. You know, you'll unpack for us the, the the master plan. What is the essence of this master plan? Because I think it it seeks to do exactly that, right? Exactly.
0: That's what it's trying to do. It's trying to say that we want to by 2030. And you know, I think at the moment, the textile, the footwear, the leather textile, that industry mm. has got, I think, 50% that it's. It's already employing locally. Mm. And by 2030, what they want to do is to change that 50 to 65%. Mm. That means that we, we want to stop outsourcing the CMT, you know, the cut manufacturing yes. to, to um, external entities. We want to bring it back because a lot of factories close down for these um, production, the garment production, etc. Mm. And one of the big focuses is for people like, you know, the Mr Price, the TFG and, of to, course, to try and rather produce that locally than export. And they are on board as well. So what that means is, in essence, if you look at the whole value chain, if we just go from your creation of the textiles, then it goes into your um, design, then it goes into the production, and then it goes into retail. So if you look at those four steps,
2: mm. it's
0: really trying to bring those four steps of the value chain Completely, or as far as I can locally, mm. you know, so that we can actually, when we have got the designer, we use some of our own textiles, and then we use our own designers to understand the essence, you know, the heartbeat yes. of what South Africans are, and they design, and then we get our own people to work in these CMT spaces to produce you know, the production of these garments mm-hmm. and they go to our, our local retailers. And the local retailers is not necessarily like the crew. It can be a small brand
2: mm-hmm. that's put
0: up a shop, etc., that goes to a market that has got this completely, you know, proudly South African vibe to it. Mm-hmm. And in that space, the moment that starts happening, and I think that's part of the master plan as well, the moment that cycle is complete, you know, then we've got our own footprint that we can say this is the South African fashion industry. Mm-hmm. And yes, we're not exporting, but we're also very much importing that pride that goes with what we can do. Because, you know, it's part of the creative space as well. You know, even though it is business, very much so, mm. it's a great creative element. And I think we, we understand it and we resonate with it. And the moment we start really appreciating and applauding it, you know, we can, drive the, we can turn the eye of the global market to us and instead of us going to them, mm. they can come to us and bring in some tourism. You know, let's have those, those SA Fashion Weeks that grow bigger. You know, if yes. you want to come to us to come and look at what our local designers are, are busy producing. You mm. know, and I think that's the big plan is to really first bring in the value of the supply chain into the South African market and then start turning
1: the bigger eye onto our talent and what we can do. Mm, mm, I think got the energy and the personality to really pull it off. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It is uh, the voice of uh, Marina Skienkamp, who joins me as the head of uh, Stadio School of Fashion. And uh, we are talking around the uh, local value chains and how uh, these can help boost uh, graduate jobs in the fashion industry. And you touched on something in terms of the cycle, you know, from textile Mm -hmm. to design, manufacturing and then retail. Um, Mm -hmm. That got me thinking the importance of ensuring that all of the above are working in tandem, um, which I think a lot of people, you, you know, we we don't understand the cycle, um, no. and and if you don't understand the cycle, even the sort of getting the objective of putting more kids under employment. Under mm. the this sector becomes difficult because when all they see is the design element and they don't understand the other components, um, y- you know, we're shortchanging ourselves in this conversation mm-hmm. and we're shortchanging ourselves in what the likes of yourselves are trying to do.
0: Correct. And I think when you look at the, the fashion industry, so even if you look at School of fashion, the way we approach it as well is to say, Yes, you will always have your fashion design. That is your creative. That's the person that really gets shape and form and can really, you know, move something from a two dimensional space to a three dimensional space. But mm-hmm. outside that, you know, as as a tertiary educational institution, we have to be very, very aware of our responsibility. So we mm-hmm. also have got like the BCOM. You can do a full on study in the commerce field of, of fashion. You know, you can become a buyer. We've got a buying stream and another very important one is the media specialization, you know, your market. Mm. Because if you think about fashion on social media and on TikTok especially, mm. you know, fashion is really out there. It's got a very, very big voice. But to be a responsible fashion practitioner in the, practitioner in the media space, you need to know the fun and nuances. So, you know, you've got your makeup space, you've got your photography, you've got the words that you need to articulate appropriately. Mm. So fashion is very much, you know, it's a three-dimensional animal and it's not just the, the catwalk. It is everybody that contributes to it, the one that goes and buys, you know, from the, the trade shows, the one that actually sources the, um, the fabric to make sure that it is, you know, a, because you can't have like a very expensive fabric. Mm. Or and suddenly you pay like £4,000 for a little shirt. So you need that, that business side, that commercial side that understands what the consumer wants without losing the essence of, of the design. And these are skills that that actually feed into into all aspects of of the value chain. Mm. So that's why it's important. And I know, especially because if I have to think about when I grew up, if I had to say, I want to study fashion, I know my mom and dad would immediately think, I want to go and create, yeah. you know, garments and dresses. They won't think, you know, that wait, there is a there's a business side to it. There's a there's a the media side, and let's not forget the the styling side. That's also creeping up now, very fast and furious. We're looking for those personalised stylists, you know, that can help you. The mm. makeup, you know, there's so many different elements that focuses you either into the big industry or that helps you your entrepreneurial spirit. Mm-hmm. And all these little elements combine, and that gives this this industry quite a, a vibrant persona. Mm. And
2: that's what,
0: even if you're not a creator you can participate in this in this value chain, especially if you think about the fact that it wants to and the, the government supportive of it as well it wants it to grow and it wants it to be local and wants to create jobs. Mm. You know it's really one of those sectors that be maybe misunderstood and maybe not understood how broad it
1: is and how important every part of it is. Yeah, yeah, mm. definitely uh, misunderstood or, or even mm. uh, limited understanding, you, you know, from from um, the broader consumer and and broader society at large. Um, mm. And and part of the conversation, I guess, when people um, you you know have this conversation about. Um, safeguarding the, 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 the retail sec- sector in, in South Africa, uh, and people go, yeah, but, you know, fast fashion, how do we compete with fast fashion and how do we compete with fast fashion retailers? So is it then the job of government to stop an H&M from coming in with 200 stores, to stop Azara from coming in? But that's not really the answer no. because we live in an open market society we live in a capitalist society that's not the answer the the answer is to uh, well in my lame misunderstanding is to educate ourselves number one as consumers yes. um and and then s- that way we make proper and informed decisions um and and then also to to allow people like yourself in the sector, I guess, to to work and create these programs and and get this word out and and mm-hmm. let us know the significance and the importance. But there, obviously, there's more to it than just blocking oh. out international brands from coming in. No, if it was that easy, it would have been
0: such <laughs> quick. But yeah, you know, it is. It's about turning the eye inside. You know, and I think one thing that came from COVID nineteen with the lockdown is I think where we were so much on the capitalistic, you know, treatment where we didn't really think about the impact of buying local. And I think mm. what the COVID nineteen moment brought was just an awareness of, you know, instead of buying that or going for a service for something that comes from an international, is just support your local neighbor that's doing something similar, you know. Mm. Just support that, that local mindset. And I think already there, the seed has been planted. Now it's just about, you know, giving enough water to understand that here, yes, fast fashion, I mean, we all know fast fashion is a very, very big challenge because it's there, it's fast, it's quick, it's cheap, it's nasty. It mm. goes into the landfill. But I think as we, we progress, we start thinking more about the environment and you know, about sustainability, you know, thinking mm. about what happens when I continue to buy, you know, very cheap clothes that last for, for one season, mm. as opposed to, say, buying something that's timeless, you know, that will last me for a couple of seasons, that will always be classy. that will always have that edge and that would help the environment, the local industry, you know. So it becomes more of an, almost like an intrinsic view, a journey that the consumer needs to go through. And I mean, that fast fashion will always be there, and it serves its purpose. Mm-hmm. But at one stage, I think we will become sophisticated enough to make a, a decision, you know, as an informed and as a responsible, um, you know, consumer, which ultimately is where we want to we want to end up because it's got such a it's got such a vast impact, you mm-hmm. know, that cause it causes a lot of frameworks and thinking and philosophy, you know. So we'll get there, but it will need to be a handholding for for the entire. Of African nation, you know, we agree, you know, in principle that we support local and try and understand the impact that our very quick decision has, you know, in a very much longer time
1: span than just buying a shirt. Absolutely. You know. And and I think for me, um, you know, and we have these conversations with with representatives and people from uh, proudly SA, Brand South Africa, various stakeholders who who really are custodians of this, this messaging around buy local, support local. Um, yeah. And I often yeah. ask the question, is it the case maybe of how we frame it? You know, um, mm. buy local mm, doesn't kind of it it doesn't emotively move somebody. People are now <laughs> invested in. But why? You you know, I yes. work so hard for my money. Why? Mm-hmm. What 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 makes uh, Marina a better option than John mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Australia? You, you know, exactly. yeah, or even worse, like a Dolce and Gabbana shirt from <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> and that's that's not a quick fix. You know, that's a long game that we play because you know as as much as we want to believe that we'll always make the right decisions, sometimes those brands, and especially those sneaky fashion brands that come with a high price tag, that comes with the lifestyle that you buy, and, you know, you want to be associated, mm. you know, with the Versace. You want to be associated with that, you know, that very luxurious space. You know, you want to show that you've got taste and style mm. and everything. And I think, realistically, what we're looking at is we have to to re-educate like the whole thinking behind it because local is like, even though it's a lovely slogan, it's not really that fashionable. You know mm. what I mean? Not that it doesn't have that sexiness that, that you associate with it. So it's got to be something that we do different, a different way of, of approaching it. And I do believe that our, hopefully our b students and our media students will try and get those messaging out, you know, to the public so that we can find a different way to make us aware that small decisions have got big impact. For, for the local the local space. Mm. But it is it is not it's not a quick fix and it's not just a mindset that you can turn on and off like a car. Mm. You know, it's got one of those it's like a Tesla in the time of there's no no sun. You know, you've got to put in a plan B and a plan C to keep things moving. Mm. But I don't think it's hopeless. I think that the awareness is there. And I think that it's just about Getting messaging right. Like you said, like local is like and we've got proudly South African and everything like that, you know, partnering up. But we need to find we need to find that sweet spot where people actually get excited to mm. choose Mirena, as said, you know, instead of a Louis Vuitton handbag.
1: Mm. You know? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. (laughs) 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 Marina, you have given us a lot to think about today. Thank you so much uh, for taking the time to uh, discourse with us on this very important conversation. And of course, this dialogue continues to evolve um, as the space evolves and more players come into it. Uh, Looking at uh, why exactly local is, it isn't just lacquer, uh, Mm -hmm. but it is uh, tied to a variety of value chains and a very crucial economic uh, driver this uh, master plan dating back to 2019, uh, you know, sees government really uh, fashioning the retail clothing, textile, footwear industries uh, to try and boost uh, the contribution of uh, the sector in the economic space, but also creating uh, over th- over 120,000 more jobs than mm. already existing. Uh, it is uh, 22, 10 o'clock right here on The Art of Everything.